Hey, friend. Corey. Hey, friend. What up, what up, what up? Oh, my God. Like, I just signed you to this, and now we're talking. You did what? I'm eating a salad. I'm all crying. Um, so I'm finishing real quick because I thought I had time to chew, but apparently I'm chewing too slow. Girl, why did you just send me the notification after he was done chewing? No, because I didn't think that he was going to answer that quick. I'm hollering. I do be taking a long time to, to answer that. It's okay. Um, welcome to another episode of The Forest Market with Horrendous Step. I'm just smiling because I want her my best friend. Hey. I love talking about best friend. Um, so, happy pride! Happy <laughs> pride. You know what's so funny? What? Is the amount of messages that I got for happy pride, I was like, is this my second birthday? The, it could be. It Am really I about to claim be. it? Because <laughs> I'm about to claim it. Like, I'm telling you, the amount of messages that I got, I was like, I didn't even think people liked me like this. Um, but it feels so nice and it feels so good to be welcomed this way. So I think I'm because claiming we it love as a second you. birthday. My we what love... zodiac are we currently in? What you got? What zodiac are we currently in? We are in Gemini season. Cool. My gay birthday is the Gemini. I don't think I like it. <laughs> so yeah, well, you know, I had to make my whole uh, public displays of love for the Gemini man because it's been the wearing me out. The key. <laughs> <laughs> when does it change? When do we switch? <laughs> because I'm trying to claim June, but I'm trying to claim a different Cancer season. Um, okay. June 21st. I could do that. I could do the that. First, the summer equinox, and it also turns to cancer season. So you can no. be a cancer if you'd like. Um, I would prefer that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my... My gay ain't two faced. We haven't been by since grade school. So get into it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, Gemini's. We're not going to slander Gemini's on the, the podcast, even though we. No, could. this is a Gemini friendly podcast, for and some. we fucking should. But <laughs> I for some, not others, and I won't mention those because <laughs> they don't deserve to take up my space on this podcast. Baby, listen, I just. I'm just <laughs> beside myself because you already know the vibes. But um, what you do this week, friend? I don't know. What? Um, <laughs> I don't know what I did this week. I was on call this week, and I realized that the weeks that I'm on call for work, I think I dissociate. Okay. okay. And so if it's a week that I'm on call, because all I can think about is being on call, I don't think about doing anything else. So the weekend I sat on my couch, I've gone, I went out, I exercised. I didn't eat right this weekend, but aside from that, that's cool. I canceled my therapist. I'm about to cancel my doctor and get a new one. So like things are happening. They just weren't happening this past week. Let's just take a gander into why you canceled your therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, you ain't got to tell us all your business, but what made you no, it's decide fine. that it was time to get a new therapist or be like, this ain't it? She called me Stefan. 
Yeah, it's done. It's done. Yeah. It's done. And this was not the first meeting. I've I've talked with her a couple of times over the past two and a half-ish months. Um yeah. no, well, okay. She calling me Stefan was the was the straw that broke the camel's back. I really like her as a person. She seems super nice, but I felt like I was paying to talk to a colleague. Um yeah. and what I and my my overall problem is when I reached out to them on Psychology Today, um, I reached out to the doctor that was listed as like as doing therapy because I want somebody that is more educated than me right. to tell me about myself. Right. Um, so I reached out to this particular doctor and when the office manager reached out to me, I found out that it is actually the doctor's practice that I would not actually be meeting with that doctor. And I don't believe that that doctor actually sees people for therapy, Um, but that doctor has seven people that work under her. And I, yeah. And so I didn't feel like I wanted to bounce around through the practice when I knew that the person I wanted to talk to was not going to be the one to see me. And I don't discredit anybody on, like, we've put in a lot of work to get where we are. Yeah. But there's something more than what us on our level is able to give. And that's what I'm looking for. I agree. I just wanted to ask you um just because we might have other professionals who work in mental health Mm -hmm. um who would like to see therapy but are unsure um and I know that that's one of the common things that I have experienced in my search um when I do a search for a therapist right if I feel like I'm in a space where like I really need that I noticed exactly what you mean that when I was meeting with maybe a social worker or somebody on my same like level, it was kind of like talking to you or like somebody that does this. And it's just like, ah! It's not what I came for. I just need a little bit more than that. And when I talked to a doctor, obviously he's a PhD um, Mm -hmm. and we were speaking specifically. Yes. or Mm -hmm. Or even a doctor of social work. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was it just was a different energy. It it just is. It just is. I and didn't I think... even necessarily felt like he knew more than me. But right. I think again in our view, it's like the perception of it's a doctor, so they have a different level, which is what they do have, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah. I know it was different and I prefer that. So if I needed one again, I knew that's how I would search. I wouldn't necessarily search somebody yeah. who's licensed. I think I think the other issue, quote unquote issue, is we have worked with a good amount of people just on, even on a colleague level. And to be fair, I've also had a therapist that was working out really well, but you know, circumstances changes, area change. I tried to go back to where it seemingly didn't work out. Um, but she was not a doctor, but she had a lot. She had 20-ish years on me, maybe 15, yeah. give or take. Time. Um, and, right. And so she 
gave me the energy I was looking for. And she didn't necessarily do a lot of things that like I was unfamiliar with, but her having that kind of time on me shifted the energy a bit. And I didn't, I never felt like, well, not never. There were moments where when I was talking about work, like we we could have that relation. But then the other times she was able to really pick up on these different things. And I feel like the detriment for us is when we've worked with so many people, we've seen how other people do therapy. We've seen how other people interact. We've seen all these different things. It's like going on a date. When we meet you, right? Different. like we can pick up what you're giving. And if I don't like it, it's not going to vibe with me. It's not so either. I kind of, no. So I knew kind of from the beginning and I even told Shanika after the first one, I was like, I don't think this is going to work. Actually, no, I just said this is not going to work. But I was like, I'm going to give it, you know, a couple more weeks. A good college try. Right. Because nothing's going to work after the first one. People have their own ways of getting to know you. Um, But from the first time that her and I started talking, she picked up on like one or two things that she was like, well, that's definitely going to be something to talk about. And I was like, that's not even a problem that I that I think is a problem. So I don't I don't necessarily want to discuss that, but you've already had it in your mind that this is what this is what the problem is. So this is what we're gonna focus on. And without telling me a reason. Mm. Because if somebody could pick up on something and tell me like, oh, I can already tell like this might be a really big point of contention because of X, Y, and Z, then i I'm all ears. But not you just being like, well, that's gotta change. That sounds like a prejudgment before you even know what I have going on. Yeah, and that sounds like bias. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't put anything by her. She says that she's been doing this for, you know, a good amount of time. And I don't necessarily believe it, but to each their own. I'm not I'm not gonna put nothing past her. It just <laughs> it just may be it just may be different because because of me being a therapist and I think I, I don't know I don't want this to come off any kind of way because I'm not being I don't intend on being disrespectful well best friend this is a safe space nobody's judging you here it's still the internet um, but <laughs> but no I think that as timid as I like to think that I come across, I don't actually come across timid. So I'm not necessarily a timid person, even though I don't speak crazy loud. I am a male, a black male, and I'm a therapist who has been in mental health for like 10 years. Yeah. And so like, you bring a person that isn't necessarily ready to talk about somebody that knows themselves pretty well. I don't know everything. But I'm pretty confident in what I do know that then talking to a person who may not know how to work with that dynamic, then like it doesn't, it it wasn't going to work out well. No, um, and I think you brought up a point that I thought was interesting for the girls who are boys or thems who are interested in going into the mental health field and who still also want to seek therapy because every therapist should have a therapist or some sort of support. Right. Um, you do want to be a little bit more choosy because if you live in a small city or state like we do or I do because mm-hmm. stuff doesn't live here anymore mm. Mm, I'm so um, 
it can be very hard to build rapport um, and then also get rise above the competition or the elephant in the room of we both do the same thing. Right. Um, and how you kind of measure up. Because if, like I said, I'm we're doing narrative and I'm telling you my story, telling you how I went to school, where I went, what I've been doing, and right. you as the therapist are now like, well, damn, you know, you get nervous. So I'm thinking maybe I don't want to say you went in there with your resume, like this is what I do, right. but like being intimidated by the fact, like, okay, this person has just as much experience or if not more experience than me, you know, what can I bring mm-hmm. to them? And mm-hmm. being in their head and not being present in the session to provide the services that need to be provided. Um, so being careful and, you know, very sensitive about what you do share, um, and how you share in those sessions so that way you can get the best out of it. And then also the person is not going into this weird ass, like competition with you that you didn't even know Mm -hmm. that you're in. Yeah. And I just, I felt her not necessarily knowing what to say about a lot of the things that I was talking about. I don't like that. I don't like that. See, I get it. And it just, and it, again, I'm not taking a thing away from her. I just think that, I just think I came in hot. <laughs> like I came in, <laughs> like I came in with this mindset of like, I'm ready to like get in and go. And when, especially when I'm like in therapy, like I'm just talking right. and ranting. And sometimes I need somebody that's going to see through all that talking and pick up on things and then tell me like, oh, I noticed this or I saw this. Like, I I don't, I just need, I need a different kind of therapy than what I already do. That's what it comes down to. Because I've already been doing it to myself in this way. So it's going to be hard for somebody that's coming in the same way to to do the same things you know what I mean you just I feel like most therapists need a space to like tell their story yeah um or address whatever it is that they specifically need and it doesn't it's a skill set right a therapist therapist is a skill set that not every therapist has and that's okay you know what I mean don't feel that if you get another therapist and you're just like oh child I don't know this might be above me then say that. You know what I mean? There's yeah. nothing wrong with admitting that you can't provide the level of treatment or the care that this person needs. You know, pass right. them off to somebody else in your supervision. Like, hey, had this assessment. Ah, don't know if it's going to be a good fit. Don't know if this is going to work out for me. Is there right. anybody else who would be more, who is available or feel, do you feel like there would be a good fit? Especially if they're in a practice, you know, for the girls who are listening, who are want to learn, you know, how exactly. to navigate these waters. Because it is different, you know, being able to like work with somebody in the field and also do the same thing that they're doing less or more or whatever the situation is requires a certain level of rapport building that not everybody gets or not everybody has. Yeah. So please keep that in mind that if you are nervous, because there's plenty of people, I'm pretty sure I've counseled politicians, lawyers, like business people, you know, people that right. obviously make more money than me, obviously do different things to me, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. Um, but that didn't, you know, stop me from wanting to do it, and it worked out well. We were fine. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, there's also people that I I took two things from what you just said. Yeah. So one, there are people that specialize in things for a reason. Yes. Um. So I, in working with some of my clients, have tried to recommend like EMDR, uh, rapid eye movement. Correct. Um, desensitization uh, therapy. That's the the letters don't add up, but it don't. But we know what you're talking about. That, um, or you know, comp- like PTSD groups. Um, I recommended like a sex therapist. Um, I've recommended right. marriage and family therapists because as much as I've done with different families and different relationships and different marriages, I don't have a specialization in it. So if I know, if I want what's best for my client and I know that I'm not it, I'm going to send them somewhere else. Correct. Because it would be a disservice for you to just stick with me knowing that I can't give you everything. And now granted, I might send you so it could be supplemental and you and I are still working together on this while you and that other person are working on that because that is also possible. Right. But I'm, I can't, I'm not going to gatekeep you from seeking other things or getting other things because that's going to help you overall. The other thing is we've counseled plenty of people that are secure in themselves, that are secure in their jobs, that know what they're doing. They've also, or they've also been through this system before. Yeah. So they know how it works and they come in and they don't think we could do anything for them. Yeah. And then once we, you know, once we get to know them, either we do pass them on to somebody else. Correct. Or we keep them and we build a better relationship. But we figure out, like, we get in and figure out why the relationship isn't working and then tweak it. And if we can, cool. If we can't, then we just can't. Not everybody is for everybody. And I agree. Like, and I, that's why I was saying, like, don't feel bad if you can't do it. Like, because right. I think that might have been in your particular situation and what you're bringing up now, a situation where she might have been a little bit out of her depth and she was just kind of like going to try to roll with it, you know, financial reasons or just like, okay, I'm trying to build my case or whatever the situation is. But again, like you said, if it doesn't work or it's not for you, let somebody go, like refer them out. Um, because specialties are specialties for a reason. Just like something with sex therapy is highly specialized. Do I know a lot about human sexuality? Do I know a lot about that? Yeah, but if I feel like it's above my pay grade or it's outside of my scope, absolutely. Let's right. get you the specialized care that you need. Um, if, same thing with marriage and family. Okay, I can handle couples and families and things up to a certain extent, but then there may be a roadblock or they may be like, you know what? This is not for me. This is a little right. bit above what I know. Let's or or maybe you're working with them on an individual basis and you realize like no your like your issues genuinely are within your relationship and your you know this and it would be better for you to see somebody else to work on on, on those things than to bring your partner into this situation and then us trying to work on you within this relationship without being able to work on you within this relationship you know what I mean yeah I just feel like this is just like stuff that people, these are the conversations that need to be had because I think a lot of people come into therapy and think that it's just like talking to your friends. 
Right. Or like event session, right? Which is what I offer. Um, shout right. out to me. Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> I do the same thing. Uh, where people just, just kind of like realize that's what it was. Right. You know what I mean? And they just you don't you give feedback, you might not. Um, and they believe that's what therapy is when it's not. Therapy is a lot of different things and it does include telling your story and talking, but it also you're provided treatment with that you know we're giving you the tools and resources necessary that I might not necessarily give you on event session call because it's not necessary it literally is you just saying what the fuck you need to say and go on about your business you know what I mean and we can do something I can give you things to do but Mm -hmm. it's not a requirement and that's not what that's for Um, and I think that when you come into therapy, you have to understand that it is work and there is treatment planning for a reason. There are, you know, modalities that we should be using or are using for a reason. Um, it's not just talking. And I think because people, I, I, one of my things in my career that I know I wanted to do was to make it less barriers for people. So they understood what was going on, but right. I'm still very much following those modalities when I'm giving treatment or when I'm giving therapy. hundred percent. So 100%. I don't want anybody to come into this feel like, okay, I want to help. I want to talk. And I just want to tell people and it's not telling people what to do either. It's not getting in a session. Like you said, and feeling like, okay, this is what we're going to co- discuss or cover. That's not, that's not therapy either. Um, right. Because you're more invested in the treatment than the person, meaning they're not going to follow through, be consistent with attending. Yeah. Or they're going to feel like, you know, they're further traumatized because they've already had enough of that in their lives. It's a partnership, not a dictatorship. Right. And, and I feel like that's what she was given. Yeah. And I think, like, there are ways. So, you know, we get a lot of people that will just be like, well, you know, my last therapy, my last therapist just, like, talked a lot and didn't let me talk that much. Or my last therapist... Um, you know, didn't really, didn't really hear me or they wanted to guide the things. And there are, you can ask the questions. And a lot of times like we're afraid to ask questions. And I, I did this um, diversity training the other day. Right. And they were saying, we were talking about why, you know, executives of company, of companies that tend to be white people, yeah, I don't have any other way of saying it. Um, try to enact all these different, like the diversity trainings, or um, just trainings that that speak to more minority groups. And they were saying like why they tend not to be successful. And so the one individual, um, she is, I believe, one of our new or the new uh, diversity and equity inclusion officer. Um, shout out to black women everywhere yes come on through um but she was saying you know people she brought up the idea of conflict and that people don't necessarily like like conflict so then they just avoid or they you know dismiss or things like that and i said well that the 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 bad part is the way that that ties into these executives is they camera recorded they they really could can't even bring themselves to have a conversation with somebody of color to figure out how to do better because Mm. they're worried about the conflict 
And when you, if you take the negative connotation out of conflict, you're, it's just baseline two people that have different point of views that don't necessarily agree. And they're not going to agree, but you have to be okay with that. So then I bring that back to the, the conversation we're having now. And it's like, you have to be able to have uncomfortable conversations with your therapist. Because yeah. if you can't have uncomfortable conversations with your therapist, then you're not, you're not doing the therapy right. As terrible as that sounds, but like you have to be able, like you, you want to be so comfortable with your therapist that you're just like, this is not working for me. Like this isn't, this isn't. I'm not getting anything from this, and not in a negative way, not in um, in a. Oh, what's the word? I can't think of what counterproductive. No, I'm thinking like evil. Okay, okay. But like, I can't think of the actual word that I want to use. But not in a malicious way. That's that's it. Um, but in a way that you're genuinely just like you. You and your therapist might hit a wall because y'all might be talking about the same things because something new isn't being brought to the table. Or maybe something's getting hold, held back. Or maybe you just don't need that therapist or therapy at the moment. You might have gotten to a point where you are, you're good with life. Everything is going well. And the things that you bought to therapy are the things that you worked on. And you're ready to just kind of put your hands up with it right now. Doesn't mean you can't go back. Right. It just means like you don't need it for the purpose that you, that was intended initially and that's okay too but have the conversation with your therapist rather than just going in talking about the same things wondering why nothing's changing or not or like why you don't feel the same as you did before because you you've overcome a lot of things and that's okay that's what this is for and I was going to say like when you were talking about having those uncomfortable conversations and being vulnerable that's what we're trying to get you to do Um, I find that after a certain point or it takes a while for people to build rapport and to become vulnerable in therapy and I don't Mm -hmm. rush that process with my clients um, because for one when they've shown any type of vulnerability or they've told somebody certain things they either dismissed it or made fun of them or whatever the situation is so it takes a long time for people to open up so right. like you said we might so I look at uh, um, Ayanna Vincent shout out to auntie mm-hmm. she said something on the radio that you know clicked for me and it made sense and I've been using it ever since that if you're getting therapeutic services or some sort of healing services there's two different ways you can go about it progress or process or progress and healing mm-hmm. so what are you trying to do progress is where okay we're checking off those things like maybe you're less anxious you know, you're able to sleep better. Like you said, everything's starting to just come to, and that's where we hit that wall. Okay, so right. now are you at the place where you're ready to begin healing? So then we can have that conversation, which are those uncomfortable conversations, which is right. a lot of crying. Right. <laughs> a lot of leaving it like, what the fuck did I just go through? It's supposed to make me feel better, not worse. Right. Um, and those and those can be done interchangeably and will switch out over time because there may be times where, like you say, you hit that wall with progress. Okay, I did everything I came here to do. Right. You know, I feel better. I you either at that point are going to end treatment if that's 
particular spot or now mm-hmm. if you have healing work that needs to be done now we're in a spot where we can do that but that requires you to have those uncomfortable conversations and a lot of people don't want to have right those uncomfortable conversations because like we've talked about like in previous episodes where people just want to say they're in therapy just to say they're in therapy right it's not even like you're truly getting all the benefits from said therapy because mm-hmm. you it's cool or it's trending and right when you get those progress work done and that progress work is working it's like oh shit yeah this is lit but like you said is that sustainable because there's right. a new set of challenges once we complete those yeah so once it's we the get reason why we evaluate these treatment plans okay get into it friend you know what i mean like it, it it's it's a science to it right it um is. and we just want to help the people and we also want to help right. ourselves but we have to be honest yeah and i want to and i like to do like depending on the client because i do like we talked about i have been session clients who literally just come to talk right. and sometimes it's it's not even an event they just they want to talk about one thing for 45 minutes and don't have anyone else to talk to about it and know that I was there and listened to it. And that's it. But then I have other clients who I am doing like actual therapy with. And I have to, and I do these check-ins probably every like three months or six months, um, depending on who it is, to be like, where are we on on the, the path of what you want to do? And I'm... I've gotten to the point where I feel like I have to push people so much more to think about the different ways of working on what they want to work on. Right. Because I'll, I'll get people that are like, well, I don't really know what else to work on. I think what we're doing is good. And I'm like, that's cool. But are you okay with paying me to, to not do much of anything? And I'll be just completely honest with them about that. Yeah. Because we've gotten to a point where, like, when you first did come to me, because some of the people that I have, I've been meeting with them for over a year on a weekly basis. Yeah. And so a lot of the things that they've come in with have been resolved or they've been maintained. And so some people like to keep us around for the moment when things don't get maintained. Yeah. And the problem with that is, there's a part of it where we're not letting you trust yourself enough to know that you can get through those crises. Mm. It's like a crutch. It is a crutch. Very much so. And so like for some people, because I mean, we have people at the place that should not be named. You (laughs) had one up until like a month and a half ago that was just like, no, my, what if my life goes crazy? What am I supposed to do then? First of all, your your life has already been a little bit crazy and you've managed and you got to this point where you know how to handle it. Right. You're afraid of the safety net coming from underneath, but you have all the things that you have that you need to manage and get through that doesn't include this video session or this phone call every week or every two weeks just to make sure you're okay. You already know how to do that. But if then at the same time, if things become unmanageable, give us a call. Hit me up. 
but I'm not going to bank on something being unmanageable for you. Let's I'm going to bank that you know how to do this without needing to text or call me when whatever goes awry. I agree. Um, and I again, I'm just so glad that we had this conversation because I don't, this is kind of teaching you guys what how to do therapy. Um, and this is one of the things that I tried to do when I was working. Um, side note, but we're going to bring it back around. Um, when I was working in inpatient rehab um, and trying to get those people to buy into the outpatient process, what it looks like, how to do it so that you could be successful, you know, because you right. can recover from drug abuse. You mm-hmm. can recover from depression. You can recover from everything. 100%. Um, but. that doesn't mean that you would have to be in therapy forever. Right. And it also means that you may not have the same therapist forever. So when we are session ends or our time ends, like he said, we are under the thought process that we have done what it needs to be done and you can be successful on your own. Yeah. And to be if I'm being 100% honest with y'all, well, with you and anyone who's listening, um, y'all don't want the same therapist for the rest of your life. Yeah, I agree. Like, I know the girls, I know my girls is not going to be with the shits, but <laughs> <laughs> the girls are not going to be with the shits. I'm going to let you know right now, I'm going to get all types of shit for this part of the episode, but I agree. Um, go ahead. <laughs> but I think I think part of it is like the way that I do therapy, yes, change, evolve, grow, learn, bring that in. And maybe this is just maybe this is just a me perspective. But if you had a therapist for 30 years and y'all were doing the same thing damn near every week, every other week, even once a month for 30 years. It's not that it won't be impactful, but go get you a second opinion. Go get you some diversity in the way that you're taking care of your mental health. Okay. And again, I'm, ooh, I'm about to tell the girls. <laughs> and again, it could be supplemental. And I still don't recommend that because I still think you need, if you're going to let go, let go. But yeah. that's a whole different other episode. But like, go, go find you somebody to talk about you and with your partner. Go find somebody to help your kid that's going to bring you in and also help you with your kid. Go find a support group that is that has something to do with one of the smaller parts of your mental health. Support network. Go, right? Like talk go, about this, loves. <laughs> right. Go get you some other perspectives because doing something for 30 years is going to be so rudimentary and you are robbing yourself of an experience that that you're not going to get if you keep the same person and again i'm not saying it can't be helpful there's plenty of proof that there is that's why there are so many of us therapists that have been doing this for 40 50 60 years get into it the girls love us but i will say my own personal experiences as you guys know i'm crazy it's cat shit 
Um, <laughs> and I've had many different phases of therapeutic services over my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And they were not all from the same person. And I thank God because I was able to get the perspective of other people. That's it. Um, my last go round was due to work. Uh, and I'll same. be very frank with you guys. I was really having a hard time and I got in contact with the EPA employee assistant. So for the girls who got the employee assistance, please use them people because them people is thorough. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was having a hard time at work and I needed somebody to talk to about it and I just needed, I needed it. And he was not somebody I would have picked for myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I was searching for my own therapist at the time, Baby, he wouldn't have been it. He would have been further from whatever I asked for. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean? that right. did not stop him from providing the support and providing the energy that I needed. Yeah. Um, and I think that if I was to need a therapist again, I would definitely, definitely go for diversity. I would go for, you know, somebody who was of maybe uh, definitely of color um yeah but i definitely wouldn't just choose a black person or a black experience because i've already had experience with that um and it was helpful but again getting those different perspectives and allowing other people in to see what they believe or see um has done well in my therapeutic journey um and i suggest it now i love my growth i love all my clients and i have god clients too i love Mm -hmm. them but when we get to a point where things it, it's been years and you've gotten the progress, we've done the healing. I don't feel bad if you want to go. That's it. You're supposed to want to go. You're supposed to like, at least for, for us, right. you're supposed to empower you to go figure out your life. And if at that point, after five years of talking to us, talking about some of the same things or even some different things, but with my same perspective, because my, my thought was for the most part, the way that we do therapy at the, at the core doesn't change a whole lot over time. We will get the different perspectives. We will acquire knowledge. We will grow as therapists. So we'll be able to incorporate things and do things a little bit better but at the core of like who we are as therapists and who we've learned to be, that's the perspective that you're going to get. Yeah. And I don't know. And I would love to bring maybe like two other people on that would that maybe think differently that think that it is okay for somebody to have the same therapist for like 30 years. Well, we got there. I, I will be the devil's advocate for just for today. Um, but okay. I do want to bring people on. <laughs> um, I think again, the reasoning and the thought process behind that is to build um, lasting connections and to build consistency and commitment. Um, right. Because a lot of the girls have commitment issues, right. so that could also manifest in I'm going to a new therapist every six months, which have at it. Uh, but that can also pose problems because then you have to constantly restart, which is what yeah. I always hear from people. Like, I'm tired of having to retell my story, but I'm just like, no. And I've even when I was doing uh, aftercare treatment and talking about aftercare with my clients, if this person don't work, do it again. Get you a mm-hmm. little, we did a little elevator pitches. Get you a little elevator pitch in your life right. and get to get, because 
you're gonna need you're gonna get the help you need um you just have to be patient um but that's what that thought process is you know like if i give this person i can do commitment consistency i don't have to restart but i agree with you um in my own personal experience i haven't had the same therapist every time i've tried it it was a new person um but it was still impactful and it was still helpful um but that was my double advocates moment. Like I love my girls, and I know my girls. I know them. <laughs> yeah, and, I I, and I'm not saying them. like <laughs> they I'm is not trying to hear that shit. <laughs> no, I'm, I know they're not. I've I've heard evidence that they are not. They not trying but, to hear that shit. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, it it gets to a point. It I'm does. not saying like drop and run and just be done. Right. But when you get to a point where you realize. Like, oh shit, like I I'm good. Like I came in with this. I've been working with this. I've gotten this. I've gotten this. I've gotten this. I've gotten this. And if you're and then if the therapist is like, so you know, what's next? What do you want to work on next? What do you think? Whatever, whatever. If your answer is I'm not sure or I don't know, or your answers are completely different than like the what you came in and started with cool but that might be a point where you're like hmm let me go seek something else yeah because maybe maybe i would like to get a different experience here if if you if you were meant to have one experience for everything possible disney world and disneyland would be the same thing right every six flags throughout this country same thing consistent every beach same like you are meant in this life and this is maybe coming from the the podcaster side of me and not the therapist side of me no it's probably both but (laughs) you as a person are meant to have experiences in life you're meant to experience life differently at each juncture of your being and This has to be a part of that too, because you're growing, you're learning, you're expanding. Don't be afraid to shake it up and change it up and see how, how maybe what you thought was working before could be working better, could be working differently. And go from there. Um, I also wanted to say, um, when you were talking, it left me. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> my bad. It left me. Um, I don't know if it was important. I don't think it was important. It's always important. It wasn't important. Um, remind me of the last thing you just said. I don't know. Um, experience change up your experience. You're supposed to experience everything. Six Flags, Disney World. Yeah. Still Point of views. It perspectives yes still forgot it but I I'm hollering <laughs> it was right there it was I was listening and it just said girl girl that's me all the time I get it <laughs> I hate that for me but I get what you're saying and I think like you said it's important to get diversity oh it came back to me so in hey. terms of getting different things like you said different perspectives and don't just commit to one person for 20 years is Life, we are people too. I think that's right. what is underneath this, and that's another part of that just came out, but that's not exactly what I wanted to say. 
we are people too. I've yes. run into recently, I've opened up my books, but they're close again. Um, but getting people on and saying like, you know, I had a connection with somebody, but they changed practices. They changed, decided they wanted to do something different and they don't want to do this no more. Um, right. And now you're like hung out to dry. So it is, I think, smart or it does make more sense for you to have at least a few options. That yeah. if this person goes on vacation, extent I just had surgery, right? So I couldn't see any of my clients for at least two weeks. You know what I mean? In some people's world, two weeks is too much. You know what right. I mean? And they need yes. somebody to talk to. And yes. I just luckily happened to be in my uh, the practice that I work with, shout out to them. And we got it covered. Know. Everything was cool. But, or if I have another baby, right? I'm going to be out for at least six weeks. That's a, that's a month and a half. Almost two months. Where I can't talk to you. You know, I can't be concerned with what you got going on. So it let alone anything else extend that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it makes sense. And I'm not pregnant. God, please don't. I'm celibate eight months. And if God willing, I'm gonna make it a year. If God is willing. If he is willing. Somebody a shout out that didn't even need it. If he is willing. If he is willing, I'll make it a year. I don't know. We're going to see. But um, if, you know, major, I might get, if my son gets sick, if my mom gets sick, I'm I'm not, I promise you, I, my boundaries are very strong and I will help you find somebody else. Right. So, you know, it does make sense. And that was my thought process behind it. That's what jogged my memory when you were talking like that different experience, making sure you have backup plans to, you know, your therapy so it doesn't lapse. Like, just because we have made really good progress, I've decided I don't want to do this anymore. I've had some major life event, and I can't do it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not left like, damn, I can't talk to Corinne. Damn, what am I do? You know what I mean? You got options. Um, so if, at the very least, if you're hearing what he's saying, you're like, well, no, I just want to stay with her. I just want to stay with this person. That's fine, but life happens, and you got to be ready for right. when life happens. Right. It is the honest to God truth. And all I will say to the people that are uber resistant to this, all I'm going to say is check your codependence. Yeah. Well, that's because another That's another conversation. We might have to do that for next month. Because the girls got to get told about themselves. Maybe. They, we got to tell the girls about themselves because we can't do yeah. it. Not today. We don't have time. No, I think, we should, I think this was a good episode. I think, what should we name this episode? Um, dang, I can't use check your codependence because that's for that episode next month. Um, I don't really know. I might have to think on this one. Think about it. I'm gonna put it up next week. I'm joking. Um, think about it. I'm gonna put it up on Wednesday. <laughs> um, I'm back posting, so I'm absolutely gonna put it up on Wednesday. Um, okay, that's my wellness Wednesday. That works for me. So, um, I again, I think these conversations are needed for the folks who are seeking therapy as well as people who are seeking to come into this field because the girls be coming into this field and just being like, yes, help the people, listen to them. But the experience that I be hearing is just like, that's not what this is. And for personal reference, I had a family member, you know, we were talking she knows that I'm a therapist. She's like, well, I didn't reach out to you because I know you really probably couldn't, you know, talk to me on a level. And I said, yeah, I can't. I would have just referred you out. And she was like, yeah, because I got to talking with this girl. She was late every time um 45 minutes one time Ooh. um Ooh. 
and it's just like and then she and she didn't understand why I was struggling with certain things that were going on she was just like well why would that why would you respond to it that way and I'm just like see this is where I want to fight because I don't really play by my family for one and for two why do you think you're supposed to provide services to people and then not even listen to them or not be open to their experience and how they respond to things so when you come into this field you have to check a lot of your biases it's mm-hmm. not just so you can wear cute outfits and post um, reels and TikToks and shit. It, it these are real people who have real problems, they are. Um, and they're seeking real help. They're not seeking what you believe to be help. Um, you spent the money to get the degree, and you put the quote unquote oh. hours in, and did the work. So do what you were asked to do. Um, and it's important that we continue to have these conversations on this podcast because we're both therapists and we've been doing this for some time. Yes. Um, I think we should name this episode Know Better, Do Better. Yeah, I like it. It's an episode. It's an episode. I just had to get that off my chest since we was already talking about therapists and therapy. No, I absolutely. just do your job. People don't take into consideration and not everybody because I don't. I don't think this is I would like to believe that this is a, a statement that is not true um, for a lot of people, but y'all are real people. We are real people. These are real people's lives that we are affecting. Right. And so we have to go in with the know-how, the understanding, the um, respect, and the vulnerability Right. Best friend? Best friend? Best friend? Best friend? I don't know. Did he click off y'all? Can he hear us? Did he get a phone call? This is this is why y'all listen to this piece. This <laughs> Like this happened in the last 10 minutes of the episode. Like, <laughs> oh, child. All right, y'all. I 